We're finally back for 2022, and today's topic is Can Dental Training Drive Performance? We begin our podcast right there. Welcome, all of these fantastic dental podcast listeners, to the My Practice My Business Dental Podcast Show, where we help dentists profit and thrive with excerpts from the clinical business of dentistry training here at My Practice My Business. We'll be addressing and answering questions with current trends dentists and their teams face each and every day in their pursuit of this wonderful career we call dentistry. And now the host of our show, the clinical director and president at My Practice My Business, Dr. Rob Thorup. I want to thank my wife for that wonderful intro. Uh, it's, <laughs> we've both been suffering from uh, Amiflu, uh, regular head colds, uh, everything for about the last three weeks, and it's been, uh, it's been a challenge. And so I hope I can get through this, uh, get through this podcast uh, without driving you guys nuts. Um, of course, if I have to cough or anything, I'll, I'll uh, edit that. <laughs> but it's been, it's been a bear, uh, and I'm sure that it's not calming down yet. But the first round uh, it checked out negative for uh, Omicron, and of course, I've been vaccinated and uh, poked and probed and everything else. And you know, it's this little virus bug. It's really tearing us, tearing our our uh, business apart, meaning patients are, you know, uh, canceling, rescheduling and team members, uh, getting sick. And it's just, a, it's just been, uh, the challenge that all of you have been facing. And I hope that, uh, it eventually calms down here in a few more weeks and I'm sure it will. Uh, it's, uh, but it, you know, hope 2021 was great for all of you. And we couldn't let another week go by just in case we uh, get sick again. And, so I'm going to uh, hopefully get through this uh, get through this podcast. Sorry for my voice being a little off, and uh, I appreciate all of you uh, who are with us here in 2022. And our audience continues to grow because we just simply talk about things that are real to the dental practice. And so, like I told you at the beginning, uh, it, it's about uh, dental team training. And can it drive performance in a practice? How many times do we attend uh, dental trainings with the hopes of, of that expensive training making a difference in the performance of our practice? We hit that training hard for a day, several days, maybe even a week, and then return to work on Monday only to slip back into the status quo. How does that happen? Why does it happen? I want to tackle this topic from two perspectives. First, I'm a practicing dentist, just like most of you listening today. When I sign up my team for dental training, I scrutinize the offered training in a very different way than uh, many of you would, which leads me to my second perspective, and that is I look at other trainings and judge them based on how we, we set up training here at my practice, my business. And if that sounds a little judgmental, uh, that's because it is. <laughs> you guys know I, you know, if I offend anybody, I don't care. <laughs> we all judge things every day. And here at My Practice, My Business, we strive to make our trainings the very best in dentistry. And we will never settle for the status quo so many uh, commonly taught. So let's jump into this subject matter and have some fun with it so that uh, you'll be better at profiling and, and judging the the type of trainings you typically engage in over the course of your uh, practicing career. 
Since I was a math major in my earlier college life, I want to begin with an equation. And here it is. Performance equals competency times motivation times opportunity. Can a dental team perform if the competency level of their training is lacking? Do you have Unity Syndrome employees attending, not wanting to learn new skills and implement new knowledge? For those of you who do not know what Unity stands for, here it is. It's an acronym. Stands for, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. Do you have team members who suffer from that syndrome? Get rid of them. They're like cancer to your practice. Then there is motivation. If the skills to learn are not obtainable, who on the team will be motivated to obtain them? If if, if there's a financial reward, that'll motivate the team. So is there a financial reward that motivates them? And last in this equation is opportunity. How many times do we go to a training where the consulting or dental company is promising the moon only to realize that your patient demographics simply don't supply the type of patient that your new knowledge needs to treat for that return on and on training investment. Oops. <laughs> Didn't think about that one. Did you doc? So examples of the above would be going to an all on four course only to later realize you've done one denture all year or attending a sinus lift course only to realize they aren't much fun to do, especially when you only do two a year because your patient base is super healthy. But are there other things you can do to increase practice revenue? Uh, What if they were more geared towards business training, those other things, and less on clinical training? Sounds like an MPMB clinical business of dentistry training course, right? When dental training programs are created... They are, there, there are things you need to look at before signing up for them. And let's begin that discussion. First, is the performance constrained by competence? Whenever we learn new things, we definitely go through the stages of team development. And those are forming, storming, norming, and performing. To get to a performance level, it simply takes time. However, some training programs get you to a performing level rather quickly. And at my practice, my business, we get our teams making new net revenue fast. That's net revenue, not busy revenue. That's non-profitable. Net revenue is profitable. When offices leave our training, they hit the storming stage of team development in the first two to four weeks, gaining about 8 to 10% in new net revenue. And then they hit the norming stage at the three-month mark and jump to 15 to 20% of increased net revenue. And our offices who hit the performing stage of our training, they will typically see 25 to 33% increase. That's right, 25 to 33% increase in new net revenue. They level out there because, as we all know in business, you have carrying capacities that, that limit your performance your, and your practice income. To ex- extend beyond that, You need to see more patients, hire associates, and own more practices, and other things that are headache drivers is what I call them. Just saying. Dentists can do very well as solo practitioners with with their own business training from us. We give dentists and their teams the competence needed to be profitable 
without working themselves to the grave. Working smarter, not harder. Second is what knowledge or skill might be constraining performance. If you and your team are not engaged in in the training or paying attention and staying off your dang phones, you're going to have performance deficiencies. I've actually seen dentists fire team members during our training because they're constantly on their phones and not paying attention. I love those docs. I'm like, when we're training, just last week we were doing a, we were training a couple offices Boy, I gave the team the what for on being on their phones. I forgot to give them the talk right at the beginning. And two modules into it, I let them have it. Told them the story, the two stories that I have about watching Dennis fire team members because they were on their phone during training. Third, what is taught or should be taught in the training? Nothing is more aggravating to me than when those teaching the class are all over the place. Oftentimes, I, I find the same fluff being taught with a different twist, and we all have to be reminded of what needs to be done on a daily basis, just like my sweet wife, but, but <laughs> which she reminds me all the time. But is there something more that can be taught on the subject, something with a different perspective or a true update to current thought leadership? The comment I constantly hear from our trainings, our trainings is, my practice, my business is training is nothing like I've ever seen before. It's relevant. It's amazing. It's real. So, Doc, what kind of trainings are you taking your team to? What are you being taught that will actually increase net revenue without cramming your schedule or or driving your team nuts? And I guess the most important question is, are you taking your team to trainings? Because if you're not, you're missing out with the entire team pulling in the same direction. Fourth, Who are the teachers in the training? There's a big one. I just said it. This has plagued me for years. In clinical trainings, we typically see individuals who have extended experience with their topic of presentation. They have gained experience and expertise within a subject, and they want to share it with others. Some just want the notoriety. Others really want to help their colleagues. And then we have everything in between. Then there is the business of dentistry. This is where I have issues. We have individuals, coaches, trainers, whatever the the heck they want to call themselves on any given day, teaching us how to run our businesses. And the large majority of them have no formal business training. That's like getting dental work done by a dental assistant who has seen the procedure done by the dentist, and then they feel they can do it too. While a small portion of them might do a fairly decent job, at the dental procedure, just like we did when we learned in school, the large majority will not. Does anyone see a problem here? There are a handful of dental consultants out there who, who I respect, but only a few. The problem is they, they still teach the antiquated information that has been regurgitated for years in our profession. This is exactly why three-fourths of our staff here at My Practice, My Business are either in school or already hold business degrees. In addition to those degrees, they have what I call real-world experience. They have battled third-party payers and have won those battles and more. In addition, they teach what we teach. They believe in what we believe in. They simply get it. So who should teach dental training, especially business? 
dental business, look at their curriculum vitae. Look at it closely before engaging in their training. Fifth, what format will be most effective? This one is such a loaded question because I'm just going to give it to you straight. During the pandemic, here at My Practice, My Business, we had many offices who were unable to travel to our training facility here in Salt Lake City for the clinical business of dentistry team training, yet they wanted the training in the worst way. They knew we gave them enough of the secret sauce that they knew how powerful the training was. They got it. So we did virtual trainings. And during that time, most of our modules were recorded. And they had questions and answers after each one. And every time I looked at the participants, you know, on my screen through Zoom, I'd see their eyes glazing at the screen. (laughs) Some were chatting. Some were playing on their phones. I'll just say it simply. In-person trainings here at My Practice, My Business are nearly 100% effective, whereas the virtual ones are not so much. And when offices come here for training, they get to see live treatment plans given, certain procedures done that they don't, they've never seen before, like, you know, ridge augmentation or, or watching CAD CAM technology in action, and a lot more. I'm able to share with them with, on my patients, as, as Tracy would be training, and, and I'd be working on patients. And when team members are on their phones and not paying attention, When they do that, I can pull out my taser and I can aim that laser at them. (laughs) Just kidding. I I do in my mind, though, all the time. Dental team members obviously learn better here in our training facility. It's just fact. Having said all that, I'm making an announcement that flies in the face of our thought leadership on training formats because I understand there's a lot of practices out there that are suffering, and they can't financially make it here. And But we believe we've figured out how to do our clinical business and team training virtually again with more effectiveness because we talked to the practices that were successful on our virtual training, and we have now implemented those things in our virtual training that hopefully will make those practices who can't come out here as successful as those that can. We are quick learners when it comes to what we do. That's why our training is never finished. We're always updating it. We keep plussing our training every day. And we are in the process of implementing that virtual training with the clinical business of dentistry team training. It won't be it, it won't be live training. It'll be recorded, but it'll come with testing. And I mean some hard testing. You will think you are in a college course. Not just a junior college course, no. You'll be in a level one college course. You'll have worksheets and Zoom meetings before and after to make sure offices are successful with the implementation of what they learn. Did I mention testing? (laughs) That's right. You'll not be able to move on to the next module until you pass the test. We've had two of our team members pursuing business degrees from from BYU, and some of their classes were formatted with an amazing virtual approach. And, and I was extremely impressed with what I saw and how it was implemented. And, and I told Tracy, we could do this. This would work. We could find the software company that does 
BYU and UVU's training and testing, and, and we did it. We found them. Needless to say, our MPMB team training is coming out early in this year, in 2022, and I know this is going to make many of you very happy who are listening right now because I, 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 hear, I, I hear your requests. And I, and I hear it in your voice, how you want to learn the things we have to train on. And all of our listeners east of the Rocky Mountains, we, we literally did it for you. Most of the people can come here pretty easily uh, west of the Rocky Mountains, but east of the Rockies is tough. And the virtual training, it'll cost a little bit more than our, our team training here at My Practice, My Business, because it requires uh, more time on our part to see to your success but it'll be worth it and details will be coming. I want to end this podcast with how we should evaluate training programs. Sometimes we hate to evaluate what we just spent so much money on because of the little to no impact it has on our dental practice. I know I've been there, done that, got this stupid fluffy (laughs) t-shirt. Let me save you some time by teaching you how to evaluate a training program. First is satisfaction, meaning did you and your team actually enjoy the training? Was it worth the time? Were the instructors engaging and fun to learn from? You can call any one of our clients. They'll give you the answer to that question. Second is the the actual learning, the learning itself. What I mean is did knowledge actually transfer from the instructor to all of you? I hate fluffy presentations that are filled with cutie pie pictures and jokes or slides filled with text that would take two full minutes just to read. I unfortunately went to a C course where the instructor photocopied the textbooks and, and inserted those pics on his slides. Unbelievably stupid when it comes to presenting, presenting and teaching. This was actually a main faculty member at one of our dental schools here in Utah, and I felt bad for him let alone as students. And, and sorry, I digress here, but at my practice, my business, we test you at the end of each of our modules to, to ascertain that you actually learn something. Learning is mission critical to implementation. And so I challenge you, even, even our, our, our offices that did virtual training during the pandemic, even the, even the ones that didn't do so well, uh, are still happy. They did well enough. They they were able to implement enough of the training that, that they were pretty happy. We just want them to implement more. So you can call any of our clients and ask them that question. Did knowledge transfer? Was it implemented? Third is impact. Will the dental team member's behavior change as a result of our training? Let me tell you why every office we train sees a behavior change, a, a, a good behavior change. Because you get a raise, a bonus, a life when you implement our training. And that becomes obvious in the morning of day one with our training as we teach you what it means to have ownership of the practice. That's for all team members to have ownership of the practice. You you want to make more money, team members, then help your doc be profitable. Our training teaches that. I just took a call the other day with one of our trained docs, and he and his team, they crushed it in the first month with over 17,000 
in new net revenue, not gross revenue, net revenue. I just took another call. Uh, we did a, we always do uh, uh, KPI reports and evaluations uh, at the end of each month for our offices. And holy mackerel, one of our offices uh, did over $51,000 in new net revenue uh, in month number two. They jumped in with both feet and went for it. And yet they're still leaving money on the table. But that's the kind of things two docs, uh, two and a half uh, uh, assistants. So it's a large practice, but still, <laughs> that's fantastic. You see, our trained offices see this all the time from day one. And I love this guy who did 17000 in his first first month. He asked me how to bonus his team who helped him accomplish the new net revenue from our training. And I told him what I would do in his situation. And I think that's the most key thing. He called me, Rob, this is incredible. How can I bonus my team? They help me. He gets it. It was a very simplified bonus structure, one that I gave him, one that's easy to implement, and one that that will have his team wanting to perform even more and never leave his practice. Talk about impact. Fourth is results. Did the training have a measurable impact on performance in your dental practice? It really blows everyone's mind when we share with them just how much income is walking out their doors with the need-based dentistry they do each and every day. By giving dental teams ownership of what they learn here at My Practice, My Business, results are easy to achieve, and a lot less money walks out that door. Fifth is return on investment. Did the training investment provide a positive return on investment? We have yet to see an office not have a significant return on investment when they implement our training. Even offices who implement a portion of our training, uh, right out the chute, they see significant results, like I told you earlier. And when they do, they typically have a steady climb up from there until they hit their carrying capacity. And they are so happy. Docs and team members do not engage in any training, do not purchase equipment, do not do anything that does not have a return on investment in one form or another, especially a guaranteed one, which we have. It's a business thing. And we can help you with that. We can help you and we help all of our clients with that. We don't, we don't let them purchase things that don't have a return on investment. So let's go back to the original question. Can training drive performance? It can when dental teams and you, Doc, increase you increase competency with knowledge and skills. You, when you become motivated to be paid fairly for the services you provide, and everybody feels the same way, because they can envision opportunity and not obstacles with the training that you embark on. Our training programs here at My Practice, My Business follow these business principles, and that's why our clients see significant measures of success, and they love coming to our trainings. I hope that you'll put us to the test and see what so many of your colleagues have experienced. I hope you'll take this uh, podcast and apply it to all the trainings you go to. And if you're interested in our virtual training because it costs so 
dang much to bring your team out here to Salt Lake, give us a call. And I hope you have an absolute fantastic week. And until next time, when we meet virtually on this podcast. Thank you for being with us today. Since 2006, My Practice My Business has been teaching dentists and their teams business skills, dental insurance contractual protocols, and state laws governing how to profitably bill patients fairly for the need-based services they provide. What's more, we guarantee our training, unlike other dental consulting companies in the industry. Simply stated, if you don't increase your net revenue, we don't get paid. We call it dental consulting the way it should be. We believe there has never been a more important time than now for dentists to experience and implement our key methods, knowledge, and business training within their dental practices. To learn more about our guaranteed, no-risk clinical business of dentistry training that is changing dental practices for the better, just go to our website, mypracticemybusiness.com, and surf our pages for additional information about our company and the services we provide. When you're ready, give us a call and get scheduled for the most profitable dental business training that you will ever experience. If you enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a five-star review. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to call us. Thank you again and have a fantastic day.